this is a slip angle. What show, what show is this, Austin? Like 19? 20? I think this would be 17, because I'll I post it, this before the long ITR Expo one. Yeah, it depends on when you release it, really. So, um, How do the levels look on your end? Look pretty decent to me. Uh, well, you're, while you're uh, sitting in air conditioning in uh, in Atlanta, probably bored out of your mind, I'm at Autobahn for the Gridlife uh, Invitational uh, Day. So jealous. And it's it's a beautiful day. It's like 75, and it's perfect, and uh, it's just about lunchtime. I think they just scrubbed the last session because somebody, uh, I don't know, maybe the truck is just turning around. I don't know. And we're sitting in the South Tower classroom right now. Um, it looks like it might be lunchtime right now. So Okay. Uh, and uh, Christian Ship, our buddy, he was on the Long Podcast uh, at, at ITR Expo. He went to Solo Nationals immediately after. And he found us this dude uh, who was, uh, what class were you running in, DSP? I was running DSP, yeah. Yeah, uh, we got uh, Garrett Farmer here, and you're from, where, uh, where in the country, North Carolina? I live Charlotte? in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. He, he's literally been driving around the country for seven weeks in this giant wide-body E30 uh, with, what is that, an M52 swap? Yes, sir. Um, it's a beautiful car. <laughs> he's just driving around the country going to events, and like he went to solo Nats and... Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, we got a, we got an interesting story here from Garrett. Uh, That's the dream, man. The absolute dream. <laughs> Taking it's, the summer it's off, been man. A, it's been a blast, but uh, yeah, a couple of weeks left, and then um, it'll be full time job search and try and get myself in the real world. And I gotta pay some people back that I borrowed most of my oh, parents so borrowed some money being, from. You know, it's, it's overrated being in the real world. <laughs> but, I've been yeah. doing it forever. It's yeah. so fun. Uh, what, how, what, how many miles have you been so far? Um, I think I just looked, and it was just shy, right around um, eleven thousand seven hundred miles. I think. Oh God! Unbelievable, man! <laughs> so, yeah, it's been it's been it's been wild. It's I mean I've hit places, you know, a bunch of car places, uh, climbed Pikes Peak. Did you really? And yeah, it was it was great. Yeah. Uh, really, the the view was what made it worth it because you you all the videos you watch at Pikes Peak, it's race cars going up, and yeah. then you get there and it's a twenty thirty mile an hour zone. Yeah. You get uh, you get people that are super uncomfortable without any guardrails, and they're doing 15 and a 20. Uh -huh. So you got to pull over every, every once in a while because your car's overheating. You're going first gear all the way up. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you do so it's not a, it's not as it's not as fun. The drive's not near as fun. But uh, hey, the, the you had never been there before. I never. Yeah, I've n yeah. actually I'd never been really west of uh, Louisiana. Oh wow. And all over the wow. southeast. And uh, the only thing I'd been west of Louisiana was a was a long weekend in San Francisco. Okay. So. And you want to give us a, a brief recap of uh, kind of retrace your steps a little bit? All right. Um, let's see. So I left Charlotte July 24th, and the um, first stop was the BMW plant in Spartanburg. I just kind of toured around the, the, the museum side. I, didn't have, I got there too late to do, actually do a tour. And then uh, from there, I went up to Asheville, stayed with some family, um, had a good time downtown. And then uh, from there, I, the next day, I left and hit, hit the dra uh, Tail of Dragon. Okay. And it was, you know, it was a lot of fun. It was actually the first time I've been there in my car, even though I only lived two hours from it. Yeah. You know, it's sad to say, but um, I had fun even with, you know, I probably have 250 pounds worth of gear in the car. Yeah. And uh, it handled yeah. it, handled it great. And um, his I car say, looks like a hoarder's car. It's like axed, <laughs> uh, to the top of the the, the door sills, oh, or yeah. the window sills. You know. <laughs> it's it's packed pretty good. When you're living out of a two door E30 for seven weeks, you need a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it uh, it tends to get a little crazy in the in the car, but. You find stuff, and then you look for it for half an hour. And... Yeah, where where was that thing? Uh, oh, it's buried in the footwell. Yeah, yeah. So, and then uh, after, after Taylor Dragon, after Taylor go? Dragon, I stayed with a buddy in Knoxville, and uh, from there I had planned to go to Nashville, and then ended up not doing that. I uh, since there wasn't really anything I was going to see in particular, I decided to stay another night at his place, 
And that at, that evening, uh, he took his wife's new BRZ, and I took mine. And then we had another friend come up in a, um, in one of the new, I think it's a burnt orange WRX, the new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and we took three cars down there, and um, I decided to unload the car, so I took all the weight out and stripped it stripped it out so I could enjoy the enjoy the drive without any anything in the car, and uh, and just ripped it up. Had a great time. Of course, you get everyone everyone flashing you, letting you know where your cops are, so yeah. you don't have to worry about it too much. And then just kind of rip it up. And um, but the Saturday I went, it was uh, I think it was Miata Net weekend. And oh, so Austin was I, there. I, oh, really? Yeah, I, I was there on a on a motorcycle. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I was there and I, I started getting closer to the dragon, and I was like, man, there's a lot of Miatas around here. And then finally, I get into town <clears throat> or get to the gas station, and uh, some kids like, oh yeah, it's Miata weekend or whatever. There's and there was like 300, you know, a little under 300 Miatas there, I think. So every car you saw was a Miata, and but it was a it was a blast. It was cool to see it, you know people pulled over, sitting in their chairs, watching everyone go by. So it was a lot of fun. The uh, where, where did you go after the dragon? So after the dragon, after okay. I left the dragon, I went to Chattanooga for the day. Yep. I think I hit Rock City, and then down from there, I camped. At, did my first camp night at uh, Lake Alatoona, I believe, just north of okay. Atlanta. Yeah, and um, I stayed there a night, which was which was spectacular. Camped right on the edge of the water, and then um, camping in my Eno primarily. So um, it was cool to wake up to and just look out and see the water. Um, after that, I stayed in Atlanta. Uh, I was down there to see my tuner, um, Dave Markert from Markert Motorworks. He's in he's at right just north of Atlanta, I believe, and okay. um, or just just east. And uh, and we did. I was stopping in to kind of clear up my car, and make sure there was nothing else going on. I thought I thought I was having codes, rear two sensor codes, but it, it ended up not being that. I had some other issues, so without without planning on it, I ended up dyno tuning my car the next morning. Kind of tuned around the little issue so we can kind of um, get the car pretty safe and and get enough gas mileage out of it that was that made sense. And then um, so I dynoed a, a healthy 201 at the wheels and a 187 wheel torque, so really healthy for a for a pretty much stock uh, M52 out of a 328. How uh, how okay. much does that thing weigh? Um, the car was 2605 factory. It's a 318 IS slick top, so it's 2605 wet and then. Um, between the drivetrain swap and the massive wheels and tires, I think, and probably sitting around 2750 or something like that you, without uh, me in it. You said you're planning on a turbo on the thing next year. Yeah, right? so the plan is by this time next year, it should have, should hopefully have around uh, somewhere between five and 600 wheel horsepower. So it, it'll the, make the car looks sense. like it has about 1,000 horsepower. <laughs> and so, but it, yeah, it, he also is driving it around the country. So the, Yeah, uh, it was a lot more reliable this way, I think, if uh, instead of doing a, a tour with, with that, with a turbo setup like that. I, I, he's got a map on the back of his trunk lid, which I took some pictures of. We'll throw them up on the uh, Facebook page and stuff. Um, but it, it looks like you've gone pretty much all the way to the West Coast. What was the furthest uh, west you went? I have. Um, so I guess furthest away from my home would have been would have been Seattle. So I did a whole <laughs> I did a whole southern route, whole southern route. Um, yeah. Went down, you know, through the top of Texas, Santa Fe, then up through up towards Colorado. Did a BMW event in the Four Corners, spectacular time. Um, stayed in Denver for a few days with a friend, and then um, and then kind of ran back down. Went down towards Vegas, drove the Strip. I didn't stay there because by yourself, I can't imagine it's too much fun. You get haggled, you get haggled by people on the street. Yeah, and you get uh, you get propositioned by, yeah, by yeah, every prop- third girl yeah, there. Yeah, every third girl or <laughs> she man, you know. Yeah. So um, so had a good had a good time. Drove the Strip, uh, except it was hot as shit. Always. It was it was super does hot. Does that car have AC? It does now, um, okay. but it uh, it really wasn't working. I got it working after the first week, but it was kind of half ass working. So. 
uh, ended up. So you fixed it mid trip. Ended up fixing it by the time I got to <laughs> Reno. So I was, you know, so it ended up, you know, four weeks to the trip yeah. before the AC worked properly. So I didn't actually have AC when I was in Vegas. I think it was like a hundred degrees, Jeez. and sitting in traffic wasn't too fun. Down from there, I went to the Grand Canyon. I didn't really do the touristy thing and, and go down to South Rim and take a bunch of pictures. I ended up hiking down into Havasupai, which was um, you park at the end of this park at the end of eight, uh, Route 18, I, I believe, and you're just hiking down to Indian Reservation. And it's a 10 or 12 mile hike down. And uh, I left, <laughs> not 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 so smart. I ended up leaving leaving around one o'clock in the afternoon. Hike down. Um, it was a long hike, uh, but it's down there for two nights, and the hike hike back out was a lot worse. Um, but luckily, I had a couple guys with me that I met down at the bottom, so kind of helped helped uh, have some have some buddies to hike out with. My brother-in-law and or actually both my brother-in-laws they they did that exact same hike, and uh, I think both of them their left shoe their hiking boot blew out so bad that they had to duct tape like each had half a roll of duct tape <laughs> holding the shoe together. Uh, they weren't quite prepared either. <laughs> yeah, I got a massive. It was funny they happened on their left, but I had a massive blister uh, come up on my left shoe. I believe it was. Man. I think it was walking down. You're walking down downhill a little bit most of the way. Yeah, so your feet are and slamming. So you slamming in the front yeah. of my shoes, and I had my, I don't have any real hiking shoes. I had tennis shoes on, and actually the ones I have <laughs> right. on now. Yeah. And uh, I've, you know, they were nice. They were nice, nice pair of running shoes it before like I left. Looks like you set up and, for the uh, mall. So but. now, yeah. So now they're now they're pulling apart. I got the bottoms falling out, and yeah. well, you know, I don't run a whole lot anyway, so it's not a huge not a huge deal. And the, yeah, tell tell a story about how uh, you ended up doing solo nationals. You were at the Concrete yes. Beach last week. Yeah, right? I was. But uh, so that started out. I that's uh, where Christian found him yeah. and put him on our on our Facebook page. So ended up that that ended up whole hap that thing whole you know, happened by uh, I've seen a friend in San Francisco, um, and he was like, oh, there's an autocross out here. I told him, yeah, I pro probably don't really have any money to do it, and he told me he yeah, told just me a uh, with yeah people. yeah he told me that. Uh, if he if he could co-drive, he'd pay for he'd pay for my my entry in. So I was like, hell, you know, it's free. And so I decided <laughs> to do that. That was in that was in Crow's Landing, California. And the whole way nationals happens, but I, I text my buddy who who drives a whole hell of a lot and other people's cars. I think he's autocross 350 cars. And, <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, yeah. And uh, so I told him I was like, I did my first autocross, and he's like, I'm gonna be in Lincoln, Nebraska for for solo nats. Uh, the fourth through the eleventh, and I looked at my map and time wise, and I was like, I could probably, you know, the way my trip I had kind of planned out and just got a rough, like a rough route. Um, I was like, I could probably swing by there. It might be around the time I'll be in the middle of the country, and it worked out to where I was. And so I get down there, planning on, planning on just watching him drive and um, just having a good time. And man, I got down there on a Sunday night, and it was immediate. You know, kind of party mode. Everyone's having a blast yeah, down it's, there. It's like a giant concrete pad. Yeah. You got six minutes. Yeah, six minutes it. of driving for a week, and yeah. the rest of it's a party. And um, but I hadn't, you know, I'd solely gone down there to see him drive and uh, have yeah. a good time. And Monday afternoon, um, Monday afternoon, they asked me if I you know, how I'd feel about driving to Nashville. I was like, ah, you know, that'd be sweet. You know, maybe next year I can make it out. And uh, no, they're like, no, here, sign this. And they had literally <laughs> the night before, um, one of the guys, Mike Brosson, had posted up uh, on on his page, and and they had crowdsourced me a year membership to SCCA and ent my entry fee into Solo Nationals. And so, of course, I had most you know most overwhelming afternoon of my life, I believe, a uh, permanent smile on my face. Yeah, I believe it, man. Um, and so, three o'clock, three p.m. Monday afternoon. And I was driving from 10:30 Tuesday morning, um, 
so it was it was definitely definitely made made the trip that much more interesting and and made it that much more special. Yeah, the uh, the people in this hobby like make the hobby, man. It's like you are not kidding. The that's, amount of, that's the reason. The amount of this. the amount of people I met down there, um, all spectacular people, and um, it's like it's like having a second family. It's it's you can't beat it. Sorry, Mike Pico just walked in. He's got to give me a NASA tech uh, inspection for my race car. <laughs> he's got to he's got to know where my pen is. Um, yeah, so you, you crowdsourced a uh, or somebody crowdsourced some uh, entry fee money and a and a membership for you. And how was Solo Nationals? You know, it, well, you were destock prepared or what? I was that? yeah, I was destock prepared. So it was um, I was running a DSP class, really the E30s. Um, it's got a swap in it. With the with the swap, it really shouldn't be in D, uh, DSP. But yeah. they talked to the guys, and most of the DSPs, everyone but one car was was were all BMWs. Yeah, it's a bunch of cool guys, um, and they're all running A6 and A7 tires. And yeah, and I have some. I have I have some 300 Treadwear Street tires, so they yeah. didn't care. It wasn't going to be competitive in any sense. Being my second my second autocross I've how, ever done. How many people were in that class? Um, there, I think we had we had eight cars and okay. uh, I think 12 drivers. Okay. So. Um, Overall, overall, you know, some much met a bunch of great guys in that group. Um, yeah. I mean, how we even took a group picture at the end, you know. It's are, good. are those flares technically legal for D-stack? I think they are. Okay. Uh, well, I think flares are okay. Okay. I don't know. Being the second time of autocross, I don't know all the rules and how many. Yeah. You know, I, th I was told there was uh, like fifty different classes. The intricacy of, of autocross rules. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's ju it's right up there with road racing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell people about these flares. Christian said that you taught yourself how to weld so, to be able to make them. Right. Well, I'd kind of known how to weld a little bit, but I'd never done anything that was you know worthwhile or made something that had like a finished product. It was more like do some lines on this and and. Uh, and I've never really played around with settings on a welder. It's kind of, you know, it's set up. Here you go. You can go ahead yeah. and go at it. Make some pulls. Um, so that was a big, the welding part, that was a big learning process was was kind of feel for um, what worked, what settings worked, and kind of, you know, what I did really was listening for how it sounded. Yeah. That's what I was told the best way to do it. Crack, um, crackling bacon. That's right. Crackling yeah. bacon is exactly how I was told, you know. <laughs> I, I, Not I too many crazy with, pops. Yeah, I usually play with the settings until it burns through, and yep. then you back it, back off, it a off a little bit. bit. And then just work that metal back and forth. Yeah, yep. so essentially for the body, I've always, you know, I've grown up rally racing. It's probably been my favorite form of racing to watch, and it's just exciting. It's all time. You're kind of racing yep. yourself, really. Um and but all the cars are you know they're all stock cars not stock but stock body cars with crazy wide bodies on them yeah. and uh and so i've always wanted a wide body car and you know the, it appealed to me to have it out of metal and of course the only really way, the only real way to do that is to uh pay someone a ton of money or to do it yourself yeah how, and, how did you end up doing you just basically cut and modify right so stuff? so one day it was actually the first week of january this year i um i took my angle grinder out and i was like all right it's just, I'm gonna do it. So I took the angle grind out and zipped off the rear quarter panels. Yeah. And I zipped them, uh, lined down the top, and well, cut straight down the middle. Yeah. And the plan was, from what I had seen on one other build, which is kind of an inspiration for it, uh, was do the same thing and kind of pull it out. Yeah. And the way my tire, you know, how big my wheels and tires are, I tried to do the same thing and looked at my door gap and it was complete. There was no door gap. It was completely <laughs> pinched shut. Yeah. So I, I stood there for about five, ten, ten minutes and contemplated what I was gonna do. Ended up cutting them completely off all the way down on the bottom and then cut them in half. And so what I did was once I had the wheels and tires in the car, I took took one side and um, 
held it up. You know, it was just kind of sometimes I had a jack stand or just some whatever yeah. thing I could reach and kind of help me hold the thing up. And uh, eyeballed it down down a line and tacked it on the end and kind of looked back and forth. And <laughs> so really, I didn't I didn't feel like building any jigs. It was very rudimentary how I did yeah. it, um, but ended up just having the two panels you know tacked on and angled out towards over the over the tire. And yeah. then so I had about a two or three inch gap to fill between them. And then uh, the whole the whole top section was filled yeah. in. So I bought a I think I bought a five by ten foot piece of sheet metal. Okay. And uh, I ended up only using half of it. They look super pro, man. I mean, if you <laughs> if you look if you Google wide body E30, like that's what it looks like. You did a pretty good job, man. Thanks. Yeah, it's a it's probably you know as far as a, a paint paint and body. Um, you paint it yourself too? I did not. Okay. Um, as far as the body work went, you know the metal the metal fabrication I really enjoyed. You pounding shit out with a hammer yeah. and. And, um, but when I got to the body filler, that's where I kind of hated life. I was oh, kind of done, I'm done with it at that point. <laughs> what, I what did you use for body filler? I couldn't stand it. Um, I think I was using an Everlast. Um, Ever, Evercoat. Z, Evercoat, sorry, you're right. Evercoat, Evercoat Z-Grip series because I ground the whole yep. car down to Two, metal. 282, green green can. Yes, sir, yeah. that's it. <laughs> so you've done enough body work, I suppose, Austin. Um, but this is my first time. I, I looked up and I, I was I was told to stay away from Bondo. And, yeah. And uh, so I, I went down to... Bondo's for race cars. Yeah. If, uh, if you guys, and it's for real race cars. Yeah. Real cheap race real cars. Real cheap, yeah, Lemons cars. <laughs> or yeah. not even Lemons cars. They don't... They don't oh, we just cover our Lemons car in vinyl. Vinyl. <laughs> tape, yeah. Um, so I ended up body work wise. It's a you know it's a ten foot car because I had to. I really rushed. The, I really oh, I rushed think it's the finish. Five foot. Yeah, car. it looks I, pretty good. I rushed. I rushed the finish kind of because I needed to really get the car. Yeah. Uh, get the car done so I could get on the road. Otherwise, it was gonna it was gonna push my trip back too far to where it wasn't gonna. So you make did this right before the, you left. Yeah. So I zipped <laughs> the rules. I zipped the I zipped the quarter panels off the first the rear quarter panels off the first week of January. Yeah. And planned on working on it throughout the last semester of school. Well, last semester of school was a complete pain and uh, had me busy the entire time, and between two jobs. Now you were you were getting a master's, right? No, no, it was, um, oh, okay. it was my mechanical engineering technology degree at UNC oh, okay. Charlotte, and okay. so I was finishing that, and so I had planned on working on the car throughout the la- throughout that last semester. Well, I literally cut the panels off and pulled the val- pulled the rear valence out, yeah. and then didn't touch the car until two days after <laughs> I graduated. Sounds like a project car. <laughs> yeah, two days after I graduated, I finally got I finally kind of got back to it. Yeah, and uh, and after uh, twelve days after I started. I had a car show to go to, so I had spent like 14-hour days just trying to get the generic shape on the on the car without the finished, you know, the finished wells and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um, very rough, but I made it to the show. It didn't rain, luckily, so I could drive it there with, without Excellent. having the car rusted, raw rusted pieces. Metal, yeah. yeah, raw sheet metal. I think that's the new look now. Yeah, it's, it's the, the raw, just clear it, right. <laughs> and I had plenty of friends tell me to just clear it how it was before yeah. it was painted, but... Um, how much how much filler is on that thing? Uh, I think I went through three gallons. So whatever you know, you sh- obviously you shave down a lot of it. Yeah, you shave right. um, so a lot maybe, of it ends maybe, up on the floor. Right, but there was there was probably more. There was more than a professional job would have been. Yeah. Uh, I use I use it to my advantage a little bit, but um, other than that, other than that, I, f- I finished that out, and uh, so when I got started on that, so May 11th, I believe, is when it was, <laughs> and then I left. I got picked up the car from paint on um, July 21st. The paint looks really good. I think too. it was a Tuesday. It looks great. Yeah, I, I had blocked it. Once I got the body filler down, 
Once I got the body filler down, yeah. I literally got it down to 80 grit with 80 grit 16-inch uh, sand and block. The next day, I sanded it down to. I blocked it down to 180, then 320, and then the next morning I dropped it off at Mako. Yeah. I was like, I gotta get this thing on the road. So literally, I didn't spend any time blocking the car. That looks fine, um, man. It looks so fine. What I, for, so what I did was I, I dropped the car for paint. I picked it up on a Tuesday afternoon, and then I left on the road Friday morning. Cool. So the car the car's paint wasn't cured yet, and for the first week of the trip, I could still smell it yeah. <laughs> until it finally baked it's in. It's a good but, smell, actually. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but it's it's getting like, lightheaded oh, going down new, the road. Like, oh, I got new paint. Nah. <laughs> well, not having AC, not having AC the first half of the trip. But, you know, the windows are windows are permanently down. Of course, this is I went five summers five summers without AC in the car. Yeah. So it's you know, it's my only car. So it's uh it's definitely weird to have AC in the car now. I love that that's your daily driver too. Yeah, it's my everything car. So hopefully, so you'll be taking it to your first jobs. That's yeah, I, more than like definitely actually. That's awesome. So when I get home, I'll I'll find a job and then uh and then hopefully after you know first first few months I'll be able to find another car to daily, and then um and then start collecting all the turbo stuff. Yeah. The uh, how does that motor respond to turbo to boost? Those motors are actually they they sent they tend to love boost. Yeah, I thought that was um, really strong. Yeah, they've got a forge crank, um, cool. so really you don't have to do anything. You do studs, gasket, um, yeah. and drop the compression down. Yep, yeah. and then uh, run whatever run whatever management management you want and whatever yep. size turbo. And really, those things are good on factory internals to almost 700 wheel horsepower. Wow, pistons so, are that strong. Yeah, wow. so long after right. you get after you get past that, yeah. you're blowing up other shit first. But, as long as you don't have detonation, right? But, uh, of course, usually these motors will last. There's uh, you know a million S2000s in the parking lot right now and i think the factory s2000 like without even cracking the valve cover people have made over 720 i think on s2000 motors yeah the stock yeah. the stock bottom that end and so, top end they're they're pretty stout they're so strong man that's yeah. insane speaking of s2000s i drove my first s2000 on track today oh yeah who'd you drive uh, i i drove uh holly showed up you, oh you yeah did, you did brake pads on her car at itr expo right yeah had I known yeah. you were driving it, I just would have left him off. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, she shows up, and she's helping with tech. Obviously, she's one of our Grid Life crew and uh, one of the people that works with us. Um, and she, uh, she said, uh, hey, do you want to drive my car? I've never been on Autobahn full. And she's instructed with Extreme Experience and a bunch of the other groups here, but she's only been on North Course. Um, okay. And, uh, and she said, hey, you want to drive my car? I want to see it. And holy crap, it's a stock S2000 with brakes, basically, and RE71Rs. Man, what a good car. Holy crap. I told Those you, man. That, man, they're awesome. <laughs> I, I, See, I'm it, it makes me look like a hero. Like, man, I, I'm not a good driver. I just have an S2000. Man, after, after two laps, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is the best thing I've ever driven. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we were just giggling. the entire. We did, like, ten laps, and we're doing 25-minute sessions today, so we had nice long sessions. Um, what a great car, man. They are so good out of the box. I was shocked. I was just stunned. It was so fun, but uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, that was my first S two thousand. So we're gonna take uh, Garrett out on track uh, if he can stay long enough. Yeah, I'd love throw, to. Throw I've never, never on been him. on never been on a track. The only thing I've done prior, uh, you know, you know, was I've done a few drift events prior to doing the. We should probably send him out with John Foster, shouldn't we? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just the, sh the trial by fire. Or or, fast, or if Nico's the there. If Nico's there in the S2000. I haven't seen him. He's not here yet if he's coming. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, if Nico Nico will take him out. He's, Nico's probably a little faster in the straights, but, man, John will probably 
smear his cheek on the uh, on in the, the window. corners. Yeah, it's, it, uh, it, yeah, that'd be a fu- that'd be a good trial by fire on your first track day. Otherwise, yeah. it'll be the lemons car for you. Nah, either, well, the lemons car just be plenty. We, we plenty won't as we won't hit anyway. at all because this trip is going to ruin you, man. You're not going to want to go find a job. You're you just know, keep you know, out. I'm just going to keep staying out and yeah. be like, hey, you want to let me drive your car? Or, let me get a ride, and then just like, you got any food, man? <laughs> you got a <laughs> spare a bed? Burger, you got a couch, you know? Well, I'll, I'll buy you lunch for coming on the podcast. <laughs> well, it's looking like most of October is going to end up that way for me, so. Yeah, you're going to bum around uh, the the, uh, the West uh, going to California. Hey, stuff, you know what? That's the, yeah. that's the great thing about the car community is people are always willing to help you out, and I've, I've, I've experienced that firsthand on this trip, and it's been amazing. So, yeah. Um, where, you know, where are you headed tonight? You said so you were... tonight I'm probably going to head. I'm either going to head up towards you know the northern, the northwest side of Michigan and camp up there, and then uh, if I don't do that, I'll be heading straight to Detroit. Okay. And I've got a, f- a few buddies from school that are out there. What's your next uh, like event or show or whatever you're going to? Actually, I don't think I have anything. The only thing I have planned is my last weekend of the trip, which is actually my first music festival down in Atlanta. So okay. I'll be da- I'll be back down that way. To, oh, which uh, to which one are you going to? I'm going to Tomorrow World. So. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So I have I've got a roommate, and he goes to all the shows, all the electric music festivals, and yeah. and stuff like that. And you know, he always has he always has the best time. He always comes back. You know, yep. raving about it, and, well, and I listen. To... I listen to a little. I listen to a little bit of that stuff, but nothing yeah. like he does. But it's one of those things where it's just another experience. And so I figured I needed to do it. I need to do it before I get too old. Before I think the music sounds like crap. So yeah. <laughs> I, definitely I actually, let me know when you're in town. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, he'll, he'll be he'll be down there still. Yeah, I'll be um, down there like the 25th through like 28th or something like that. When okay. are you leaving for uh, California, Austin? Um, well, if I'm going to the runoff, still, you know, we'll be going down there on the the 24th, 25th. Okay. And yep. then hopefully if I if everything works out with, you know, job stuff and everything, be leaving for California on I don't know. I think I'm gonna try and drive to Dallas on the twenty seventh, maybe? Twenty seventh, twenty eighth. Cool. Um if uh when are you hearing about your new job potentially? Today maybe? Uh sometime this week, hopefully. We'll okay. see. Cool. So I don't um, I don't wanna jinx myself. No, no. <laughs> maybe you'll be unemployed forever. You never know. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that sounds like the fun way to go through life, but we, we can't all be Garrett. We've got, no, we've got to, we've got our our hobbies are too way too expensive. Even yeah. if you're just here once, you know, once a, once a month, it's just, you know, you, you tend to break too much stuff. And, yep. But we we love cars too much to where you know having having a low paying job is you got to have enough you got to have enough of a job to pay for this. Either stuff. that or you got to play with really crappy cars like I do. That or that would be a really good driver and just have people pay you to drive yeah. the car. That, that's where I'm trying like, to get to, but I doubt hey. it'll ever happen. Yeah, the uh, uh, yeah the, the fun part about the car community really is you know as you've you've had a whole summer of car community. It's, oh, the, it's been awesome. The, there's so many cool people and uh, and that really is the reason that we do you know our events and stuff. And but yeah, if, if you're into uh, electronic music at all? You should come to uh, Grid Life next year. Grid Life? Oh man, we oh, have yeah. a huge show too. We do a, we do a car show to. festival. Hey, uh, anything that involves cars and music and, and a yeah, bunch of alcohol you know, and all that and, stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can't can't go wrong. Yeah, we'll we'll let we'll send you the details. Awesome, yeah, it'd be awesome, it'd be great. <laughs> but we, and we're doing one in Atlanta next year too. So hey, close to you. I'm be traveling the nation next year. I'm gonna get this first job and be like, hey, look, I have these dates taken off. Yeah, he's so, gonna, here you go. He's gonna get that first yeah. paycheck. And he's be like, I think I'm good for like eight weeks on this. The yeah, the car community's fun, man. The, uh, the and we got a perfect day out here. We got you know it's kind of a smaller crowd. It's just kind of an invitational, advanced and intermediate day. But uh, there's a lot of cool people out here. I've had nothing but conversations the whole day. So yeah, fun day, man. Um, the uh, what are you doing down in uh, Atlanta today? Just editing podcasts, Austin? 
Yeah, editing podcast, trying to uh, put together my schedule for California. Um, yeah. It's looking pretty booked up so far, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it'll be fun, you know, going to Miata's at Laguna Seca with David, and then hopefully yep. NS Expo um, out at Thermal. Uh, yeah. I'm going to get with Jay from ITR Expo about that. Excellent. That yeah. could work out very well. Yeah, so, and then in between, there's a bunch of shops and everything, and people that I can hang out with, and... It'll uh, it'll be a fun time. We'll do uh, twenty little twenty minute podcasts all over the yeah. place. Um, yeah, a bunch of bunch of short ones like this and interview a million people. Man, I love it. Yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, yeah the rest of your trip. How long are you gonna be gone for, Garrett? So uh, I think the music festival. I, I get down there on a Thursday, which I believe is the twenty fifth. So really, you have you know ten ten twelve days left. Cool. Um, so from Detroit, I'll snake around the lakes. And then uh, the rest of the lakes, and head up towards. Uh, I think I'm gonna go to Acadia Park in Maine. Nice. That'll be my my last like, I think big, you know, big stop that I have planned as far as camping. It's beautiful up yeah. there. I did a couple of rallies or a rally in in Maine in 2005, and oh, that yeah, stunning place, man. Everyone speaks super highly of it, so I'm yeah. really excited to get up there and, and get all the views in, take it all in. Uh, it reminds me a lot of uh, you. You're in Pikes Peak, right? And a lot of the area around that reminds me of Maine. You know, the okay. Colorado Springs. Area and a lot of elevation change and beautiful views. And that was another thing with the trip was the elevation change. My car being tuned, tuned in Atlanta, tuned yeah. on tuned tuned <laughs> nice on ninety ninety three sea level and sea level. Uh, I never experienced elevation change in a car. You hear about it, but you, yeah. and, until you experience it, I thought my I thought my fuel pump was losing pressure. I thought my car was breaking down. I started shopping for yep. fuel pumps, and then I got to the event in Denver or in Pagosa Springs, Colorado, for the uh, Drive Four Corners event, and the guys were like, eh, welcome to Colorado. So <laughs> I, I Better put a turbo oh on. Oh, God, huh? yeah, it was, it was terrible. I think I lost probably 30 or 40% power in my yeah. car. and I, I, think, I, I think at the top of Pikes Peak, you're at less than half the power. Um, so you probably were under wow. 100 horsepower. Wow. Yeah, yeah it, it's, uh, it's definitely believable because there was at some point, at one point, uh, leaving, leaving, Colorado, leaving Denver, I was going down 70, and uh, you know, part of the interstate, I think you're at you're eleven and a half thousand feet or close to twelve thousand yeah. feet. And uh, I remember going to try and pass somebody. I was in fifth gear, going downhill, and I had to, and I literally downshifted to fourth to pass these people, and it still didn't have enough. <laughs> I downshifted to third, going down like a six degree, like a six percent grade, yeah. and had to had to downshift to third just to pass around. No power people. at no all. No power, yeah. nothing. Uh, I, I've been to Pike Speak a bunch of times. Been there for the race, and uh, oh, awesome. uh, been the crew chief uh, on my buddy's car, and his was a twin turbo V6 NSX as the Love Fab car in 2012, I think. 13. Wow. And uh, the turbo spool at the because it's about a I think from the start of the race to the top is like five thousand feet maybe I yeah I think I think it's somewhere like, around you start 8, about 8, halfway 8, 000, up the hill yeah. um, and uh, the turbo spool like you measure the because the turbos can compensate for the air of course know, for the pressure loss or for the uh, air density loss but the, at the top of the hill uh, is where Garrett kind of designed Garrett the turbo manufacturer of course they designed the uh, the turbo setup around or you know they sized the turbos around being near the top of the hill because they don't want to overspeed them because you can easily overspeed a turbo at the top of Pikes Peak trying to compress you know oh, I'm to sure. 20 psi you're doing 200,000 rpms on the turbo <laughs> so <laughs> we had data acquisition on the turbo and everything for wow. that but yeah, that's a weird place to drive a car, man. Especially an NA. Of course, that's, that's, that's the new thing. I think I read I read an article about that E36. It's got a it's all electric and oh yeah, of yeah. course, of course, yeah. uh, taking that up the hill, you don't have to worry about any of that. So that's uh, a new couple years. New class. Yeah, that that was the first year that they ran that electric car. The of one course. I was when I was there for the race, and I was there last year for practice days. 
Um, and it's really weird seeing the electric cars go up because it's silent. And yeah. they, they make them put a, a siren on them. Uh, <laughs> so it sounds like a cop car coming up. It goes, wee 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 oh, <laughs> And they go flying past you. Put, you, you never thought you'd put headphones in while you're driving an electric car. If you watch some in-car from the electric cars, like Monster Tajima the last couple of years, and I think Bill Caswell uh, from Build Race Party, I think he ran that E36. Okay. Um, or somebody else did. He was there, and I think he was going to maybe. I don't remember. But if you watch some in-car, they, they like turn the in-car volume down because otherwise it's just screaming siren noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, weird place to drive a car, man. You've you've seen it all in the past two months. I've man. I've seen quite a bit of the country, and it's been amazing. And you know, and there's you 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 get to see all these areas, and you're like, oh, I could live here. And then you get to other areas, yeah. and you're like, oh, who would? Why why does anyone live here? <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite place that you've been to? Um, you know, f- favorite. My favorite time has been Lincoln, Nebraska, with the with the whole autocross That's experience. That's gonna be fun, man. Um, it was That's amazing. Something I want to see some places. Favorite place I've seen um, would probably be Havasu Falls down in, down in the bottom of the canyon. It was really beautiful. Oh, cool. You know, blue green water. It's down there for for two nights, and it's really hard really hard to beat how beautiful it is down there. Did some cliff jumping off some like fifty foot cliffs. Holy cow! Um, had a had an amazing time. As far as places to live, you know, if I was going to move west coast. Um, which is always a possibility. It'd probably be, probably somewhere in the Denver area in Colorado, or in Colorado somewhere, yeah. and then um, that or be somewhere in Oregon. Yeah. Uh, loved, loved, uh, loved California, except uh, the only you know, of course, downside there is your your missions on your car stuff, and oh, then yeah, um, yeah. and then of course expensive expensive living, yeah. and so yeah. you know, being car being car guys, you you're gonna want to have that garage and yeah. and to have a garage in Cali. Three million bucks. You gotta have a or ton live of money. In the middle of the nowhere. Right. Area. So. You might as well just live in like just north, you know, just north of that, and go to, go to Oregon or something. Yeah, that's cool, man. And uh, it's a beautiful area because you you know you live in Portland or something, and you you're an hour from the coast, you're an hour from great mountains to go snowboarding. Yeah. Um, you're you know you're you're an hour hour from a lot of great places. Oh, Austin's going to see a lot of that stuff in the next uh, few months. <laughs> yeah, it should should be fun. Uh, the furthest north you're going to go is what San Francisco? Uh, maybe we'll see. Okay. I thought about scooting up to Seattle and seeing Jessica's dad. Oh, okay. Be so, careful in San Francisco because the only the only problem the only problem I've really had on the trip with people is I was in the bar for two hours and I came back out to a smashed rear window. Really? So, oh yeah, no. yeah. It's unfor- unfortunate for me, but you, you know, it? really, really, I was I was uh, fortunate as far as ha- you know the type of thief they were because they weren't very smart. Yeah. Um, I just had a day pack sitting up against the back glass and the car is full. Yeah. Um, and really, they smashed the window, took the day pack, and. I really lucked out. The day pack had didn't even have my Camelback in it. Had uh, it had three dirty T-shirts, a pair of shorts, and some quarters in it. <laughs> and uh, what the the worst, the funny part was, was my my laptop bag was sitting right underneath it. So as soon as you moved it, the laptop was sitting there. Yeah. And then of course I had my Nikon, my GoPro, my radar detector all sitting on the floorboard. And uh, they could they could have yeah they could have really ruined my trip. So, Unbelievable. Um, I lucked out and wasn't you know wasn't too mad about the situation. Just disappointed in people. Got to find a windshield yes. back window. So I, you just, know luckily the E30 community is great and uh, jumped on jumped on the forum and uh, posted up said I'm in the Bay Area I need a uh, need a window and so found found some from a couple guys drove awesome. 45 minutes south in the morning and uh replaced it for 30 bucks so nice. sweet really that car's got to draw a lot of attention too like I, filling it, up at gas stations it's and everything freaking, it's stunning you get, you get people you know <laughs> I love it. some of the some of the cool looks you get from people on the interstate i uh i drove past a couple guys and most of the time you can see other you see other car guys because they're in their cars but i drove past this corolla one day as a probably a 2015 Corolla, and I could see the the guys turning around in their seats. And yeah. as I get past them, 
they both, the passenger and the driver, both have their phones in the window, <laughs> you know, shooting across <laughs> each other, trying to take pictures of the car. Yeah. And it puts a smile on your face. Of course, that's, yeah, you know, that's one of the reasons we do it, and, and uh, you know, to have people have people appreciate what you've done, and and uh, we do it for the, you know. Do it for yourself and and uh, just for the fun. Meet a and, lot of people, man. And it, exactly, it's and not every day you see a, a bright red box flare E30 coupe with HREs. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. That's true. I, you know, I lucked out with those wheels, and the, but the, really the best part about them are um, they're five spoke. Yeah. Because uh, I all the, it's such a classic look. Man. Right. It is, it. it is a vintage wheel still. I think they were made probably in the 90s, early oh, yeah? 90s. And cool. uh, but the best part about it being five spoke is all the other wheels I've had on the car. They've all been a mesh mesh style BBS wheel. Yeah. And so cleaning them. Is just so Five much, so, so much, much better, easier, yeah. so much better. I have to get a toothbrush out. And I just put a meshy kind of thing wheel in my uh, race car. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a oh, mistake. So yeah, it's been it's been uh, one hell of a trip. That's awesome, man. I'm uh, I'm jealous. When when I got done with college, I jo- I jumped in my in my car and drove to the East Coast, and then we came my, with my brother who had just finished high school. And, uh, and then we, we, in one week, we were on the East Coast, and then on the West Coast, we were in New Jersey and then Long Beach. We were in the ocean uh, Sunday to Sunday. And, but we didn't stop for much along the way. We were only gone for two weeks. Right, yeah. <laughs> and you know, certain, sometimes you get on the road and you get into a certain de- destination to where you're not really stopping and seeing and exploring along yeah, the way. Yeah. And I've missed, a, I've missed a lot of things, but you can only see um, so You much. can only see, you know, there's lots of places. You know, part of the trip is, you know, I enjoy this spot and, and I'll be able to come back to it one day and maybe. Yeah, you got you you to leave some out there for next yeah. time. Maybe yeah. come back with my brother or sister or, you know, family and, or friends and uh, that way you do, do a little more, more exploring and be able to share it with somebody. That's the only downside of traveling by yourself is, uh, you know, so I'm taking a ton of pictures. I've probably taken about 5,000 pictures on the trip so far. Where are you going to wow. put all these? Uh, um, all so I do have, I do set up a blog for the for the trip. Awesome. And so it's a little far behind, and I still need to do a lot of stuff to it. So it'll be it'll be updated, you know, even after I'm home. Yep. But it is um, called thewidewayround.com, kind of play on the words uh, um of the the long way around, which is a which is a bike a bike cross country. That's a motorcycle documentary, yes, right? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, I thought so. And uh, so we'll put a link to it on our Facebook page. That'd be awesome. And so and then there's links on the website to my Facebook and Instagram, and that's where I post a lot of other pictures as well. Cool. And then the album album for the car, as far as the body work goes, and and kind of th- how I did stuff. I love it, man. Well, thanks for coming on the show, dude. Hey, thanks I really, for stopping by really, the track. Really enjoyed it. We're gonna, yeah. uh, we're gonna, as soon as lunch break is done, I gotta go eat a sandwich quick, and then we're gonna take him out on the racetrack. Hell so yeah! We're, awesome. We're gonna, we're gonna ruin him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've already been ruined. Autocross yeah. is, you know, autocross is enough of an expense with drifting and you know, yeah. some drift events. And autocross is a little bit more. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot cheaper, yeah. I think, than track days. Yeah. So, but track days are, are definitely a goal to have. So. Um, it's just a matter of finding a real job so I can support it. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't have to be all that expensive. You can do it cheap. Right. But uh, entry fees are a little bit higher than autocross, but you do a few of them a year. It's, it's, a, it's a matter of getting competitive because that, that yeah. side of you takes over and then you're like, oh, I got to do this. It might not be as fun that. when you have 500 horsepower. That's either. true. 200 horsepower might I, be more fun. I might, I might not be near as competitive with 500, but yeah, you know, it would be a lot of fun. If you weren't driving that thing across the country, I'd say we should just take your car yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd have to put some different tires on it. i got to make them home. There's a lot of stuff in his cart. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we're going to sign off here, Austin. Have a good afternoon, buddy. Thanks. All right. You guys, Thanks, too. Austin. Have fun out there. Yeah, yeah good we'll luck with the job man. search or oh, the job, oh. job thing. Thanks. We'll, uh, we'll, take, uh, we'll take some pictures of, of his car, and uh, and we'll put them up on the page, man. So. All right. Yeah, best um, of luck on the rest of your trip, and uh, hey, good luck finding you. a job to you, you, you too. Wanna yeah, us, uh, you want to tell us the website one more time? Um, the website's called The Wide Way Round, and then it's just round, not around. So. Yeah. Cool. Wideweighround.com. Awesome. We'll uh, we'll send everybody there, man. Awesome. Have a have a good day, buddy. Thanks, man.
If you enjoy the show, share it with a friend. Subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us reviews and ratings on iTunes. You can find us on the web at www.facebook.com slash slipangleshow, and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at slipangleshow. If you're looking for performance parts, look no further than the team over at DefMotion. As a thank you to our listeners, DefMotion is offering a 5% discount to our loyal listeners. Simply shop online at defmotion.com and use code SLIPANGLE at checkout for your instant discount. That's D-E-F-T-Motion.com and code SLIPANGLE, no spaces, at checkout.